It's a garden call. Yep, we at it again. So garden call, garden call, garden call. Everybody get together. We're gonna dig today. Let's get into the Her Roots Podcast, episode five. Welcome back. Hello, Crystal. Hey mom, what's up? It's episode five. Yes, it is. And five represents um the number of grace. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for grace. <laughs> We doing this? Yep. How you feel? I feel good. good. I feel good. All a right. little bit more relaxed. Good. You know, getting more into it. Getting more comfortable. Yeah, I guess it makes you more alert to what's going on, doesn't it? Yeah. And, you know, helping us to just be mindful of the content that we provide and just a uh, time to be able to share with each other like every week. I know, like every, every week. Every week. Every week? Every, every week. week. Yep, so. you would think that we like talk every day and all of that stuff. Yeah, but no. But we really don't. But we do share um, great moments. Yeah, and then when we do talk, we talk a long time. Talk a long, and that's really how this podcast <laughs> came yeah, about. That is. That's really how this podcast came about. So we thank you guys for joining us. Yes. This is episode five, and the number of five is representing grace. Thank you, thank you for grace and yes. unmerited favor. We mm-hmm. don't deserve it. We don't deserve it, but we do honor god for favor we thank god for the platform we thank god for those that listen we thank god for those that are coming because mm-hmm. we don't believe that anything that we do that would give glory to god would be done in vain and so we look forward to the fruit that will come from the sharing that we have had so welcome back welcome all of the back. diggers welcome yep. back let's get into her roots all right let's get into it how was your past weekend the weekend was good um i'll be honest i wasn't feeling um my best but that's okay um i pushed through we made it uh we went to one thing we did go to my mother her church had a hat hats and heels yeah yeah we went to that together Mm -hmm. which is cool and as for me i try to only wear heels once a week (laughs) so saturday got my heels so Sunday did not, <laughs> but it was a beautiful, beautiful luncheon. Um, so many nice women came out, and what I love is so many seasoned women. I am such a gleaner of those of season because I know one day that'll be me, and I want to learn as much as I can, glean as much as I can. And so it was good to be around women of wisdom. It was good to share with my family, my mom, my sisters, my nieces, my daughter. 
Um, my girlfriend came. Um, yeah, it was a nice time. My sister time. girlfriend came. It was just a really cool time. Very, very nice. Um, you know what I liked is one thing that they did is they had a bunch of beads, like little beads. Remember that? Oh, yeah. That was really deep. That's cool. And so when you came in, you got like a piece of paper and then, um, you write on the paper what you want, um, uh, the the church or the organization to pray about or mm-hmm. things that you may be dealing with and you write it on there and then what they did is they took everything of course you don't write your name but they took everything and they placed it on this table and on this table in front of each note they placed like a little jar and then what you do is you pull from a big giant jar a jumbo jar of beads and you place the bead in each um, situation or circumstance you may find yourself in. For instance, you may have wanted prayer, and I'm just being real loose about it, uh, weight, mm-hmm. weight loss. So then if you saw weight loss, you place your bead in there. Mm-hmm. You know, some wanted prayer about a new you know, job, a or, new a job or having a healthy single life yeah. or betterment of their marriage mm-hmm. or, you know, a better walk of Christ, and you place beads in there. And it was just amazing because what it does is let you know First, that you're not the only one that may have, you know, concerns or have something up before the Lord on a particular subject. It just was very empowering. I really liked that. They did yeah. it at the last one. And that was the very first time I ever seen like, yeah. an activity like now, that. that's cool. Yeah, that was very creative. Yeah. And then at the end, they give you a string and you just get to go back and grab a jar that means the most to you. And you take that, st- that string and you make like a bead or a necklace or a bracelet out of all of the beads that are yeah. in there. But for instance, if you had put um, something about, you know, just having a healthier lifestyle mm-hmm. and you think you the only one that feel like that but when you go back to your jar and you yeah. see how many beads in there it was encouraging to know that you ain't the only one that feel like that yeah i really love that activity. so that was empowering i'm gonna copy that one day yeah i mean maybe yeah. you should because that was yeah. really that or was you really could good. do that you know what like you could do that at a uh, girl's night at your house that's true you know with your girlfriends yeah. or with your daughters yeah like, it was really cool. It was. It does show that you're not alone. It does show that. And it kind of wakes up things that lie dormant. Because mm-hmm. as you're looking at all of the different things that they laid down, you're like, oh. Or it's almost like a thank you, Jesus. Because something you may look at, you're like, wow, I made it over that hurdle. Right. And all the cups were full. All the cups were all full. The, so you you didn't have to like, oh, I'm the only one putting bees in this cup. Right. All of them were full. It was, and you know, it was so funny. <laughs> One of them was helped me to end my marriage. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes we look at people a certain kind of way, but we don't know what they're dealing with. Right. And and it was beads in there, too. You know, you yeah. just don't know. And yes. I'm not promoting ending marriages. What I'm saying is it was something for everybody. Mm-hmm. And it just speaks to the life because this was a Christian event. It speaks to the life of the Christian. Right. That we go through everything yep. and we dealing with everything and the topic they had on on the table it was about domestic abuse and yes. domestic you know yes. violence and things yes. like that right so we're not sure um you know you don't know who had the in my marriage but right. i'm pretty sure it possibly could have related to something that they're really going through yeah it's hard for them to get out right. you know we know what the bible says about marriage um but you know we also know that certain things that you just don't have to deal with and the bible also leaves room for that so yeah. you know we don't have to walk around in bondage right if the person is not pleased to dwell he ain't pleased to do it if you beating up on me and you know 
you just misusing me continuously or what have you. If it's not for, you know, if grace, you know, moves his hand or what yeah. have you, you got to get out of You got to be safe. You got to live a healthy life and you got to be mentally stable for you. Mm-hmm. You know, so many times women, we do everything for everyone else mm-hmm. and then we miss out on ourselves. And I'm not saying live a selfish life, but I do believe that a healthy you can heal other people, you mm-hmm. know, and help other people. So it was just a great, great event. And everybody looked pretty, too. It was a beautiful moment. Yeah, it was. A beautiful, beautiful moment. Um, yeah, that, that that's what I went to, too. Um, I can't think of anything else besides that. That was just really relaxed. You know, for me, sometimes when I go to events, the introverted part of me, I just have to, like, just refuel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So yeah. I'd be I'd be done for the rest of the day. It depends. Yeah. I'd be done for the rest That's of the true. day. That's true. It was How do you how do you be? You know what? It was it was okay. You know, I like a little excitement. Yeah. Because like I do, I'm just saying like for me it's like Sometimes I can't do back-to-back stuff. Well, that night I had to do back-to-back okay. stuff. Because I had to get my house together. Because like we said, as we always do, Shalon, you know, Miss Wade is doing some remodeling or whatever. Then I had to go to that event. And then it was time for yeah. the wait team. Oh, yeah, we had family dinner. We had the wait team yeah. that night. Then we had family dinner on Sunday. Right. So I had no choice. But I tell you this, I was wore out. Okay. I was wore out. But I thank God for replenishment and recovery and mm. all that good stuff. And I was already not feeling my best, but I was pushing because I didn't want that to be, you know, a hindrance to me enjoying myself. Mm-hmm. I just kept pushing. That's all. And she threw down for family dinner. <laughs> I don't know if she showed out. <laughs> Whatever. You know, but I can cook, though. No, you can cook. Just, it was really, really good. It was really, really good. I love when we do it. Once a month. Once yeah, a month. Once, once a month. month. It was nice to do that. Um it was just really cool and nice to have everybody at the house because moms, um, their project is finally done. Well, the first phase. Well, the first phase of right. it. And it is really, really nice. Yeah, one day we're going to, probably in the summertime, we're going to have like a live recording. Um, well, you know, we'll, you, we'll, you'll see us, but then one day we really will have a live recording. But it was nice to just be in there. Um, yeah. How do you feel about the open space? You know what? I just, you know, I every time I talk about it, I get emotional because I'm that, I'm that chick that's super grateful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I, um, I just thank God because I, you know, it could be in a way where I couldn't do it. We've been in our house over 20 years and, time. and, um, from the moment we bought it, it's like every year, every other year we had to do something to it because it was a really old house. But it was so perfect for us. So perfect for us. And so every time we do something, it's just like a um, a gratefulness and, and all of that. And I'm not trying to be super deep. But I thank God that he has taught us how to work with what we have mm-hmm. and be appreciative. It helps because then, you know, it keeps you being, from being envious of others. You know, if you right. stay busy working on you, what you have. Yeah. But what, what we've experienced now, what we um, have now is amazing. Nothing short of amazing. Yeah, it's beautiful. Our contractor was amazing. He was open. We had so many changes and so many fresh fresh ideas. And then, you know, to know my husband, you got to know, like, every day, every moment. You know how Tip dad, top. Every day, <laughs> dad is always thinking of something else. Well, we could. Well, we could. And yeah. I'm chill. I'm the kind of person. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't require much. Mm-hmm. But Mr. Wade is very high. Man, he just 
and and I was like, oh my God, this is too much. But I, I'm so grateful for it. I'm so grateful for it. Got yeah, it. he's tip top. I was watching him check off his list. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> Daddy got a list. But um, we're just grateful. And mm-hmm. it's extremely humbling. It's extremely humbling. Because you think about, like, one thing we did seemed so simple. We got new banisters mm-hmm. on the stairwell. Didn't even think about the fact that we done had the same banisters for 20 years. Like the little things. Yeah, it was yeah. like that kind of stuff. The the same banister. They've been wobbling, shaking, and all that. But nobody has fallen down the stairs. Mm-hmm. and You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No, You know, everybody been okay. We done made it. And God held it together until we could take the time to um, replace it. And won't he do it? He'll hold some stuff together. As long as you appreciate it, he'll hold it together. But that, something something like that. And then um, the last thing, the hallway floor, one of the hallways, the floor we had since we moved in the house. So that floor has made it through. You know what I'm saying? We've had company. We've had events. I've had four, what what do you call those? Going off to college parties. Yeah, send-offs. Four send-offs. You know, I've just had so many things at the same floor. And so it has been replaced. But it's just amazing. God will hold your stuff together. Mm-hmm. As long as you appreciate it, you thank him for it, you make sure you honor him with it. He'll hold it together. And when it's time to replace it, renew it, restore it, and all that, he'll do that too. So that's really where I'm at. I'm just grateful. Like, for right now, I, I'll be okay if I don't go nowhere. Okay. <laughs> I could just sit in here and just be grateful. But I know there's still more. I'm, yeah. You know, I know this is not the end. Happy for you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yep, happy for y'all. Mm-hmm. So it's been a lot of stuff going on in the news. Oh my goodness. Yeah, Way so many things. Way too much. Um, one of the things I've seen in the news, um, there's always a hashtag going on um, in social media. And the latest hashtag I've seen, I don't know if you've seen it, it was called, um, it's called Acting While Black. Did you see that? Acting while black. No. Yeah, so it's, uh, they're using that to reveal the unequal treatment they received from Hollywood. Oh. Um, and I believe it was like in the beauty industry. So I've seen like Gabrielle Union mm-hmm. make a post about it before. Um, but yeah, so people are really just, you know, they're letting people know how they feel. People are feeling more empowered. They're feeling empowered. The mm-hmm. black folks are feeling more empowered. Yeah, they're making a out. statement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and I bet that has a lot to do with there's more directors that are black. There's more yeah. producers that are black. There's more people who can make decisions that are black where black people or African-Americans or whatever you'd like to call yourself don't have to be so quiet and settle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because we got more out, people in the room. Yeah. Now. You got more people at the table, more people in the room because speaking out will cost you. Mm-hmm. However, they feel like somebody else can help carry the tab if they have to pay for right. it. Right. So I'm think thinking, cool. I'm thinking too, like some of the people are not afraid because they feel like they can create their own. Yeah. Thing. That's what I'm saying. So like yeah. you were saying, even if, uh, you know, say their friend has a platform, yep. or if not them, they'll create their own. Yep. They'll go shoot their own movie, produce yep. their own movie. Yeah. So it just shows you how far we've come yeah. from saying that we have, feeling like mm-hmm. we have to please. And um, what's so funny, the stuff been going on forever, you just didn't feel empowered yeah, didn't enough feel empowered. to speak. Yeah. And once you get empowered to speak, then it's like, whoa. Right. You know. That's so, a yeah. good point. Yeah. Making sure that we continue to create stuff. Yep. Um, so we'll be empowered to be able to speak out on things that, is that so are true. unjust. Yes, 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 yes. You can't be in bondage by fear. Mm-hmm. You can't be bondage by fear. What um I know uh 
Did you? You said, did you see the movie Us? I know that came out. No, I didn't see it. I, I no. Let okay. me tell you why. <laughs> Not because I'm against Jordan Peele. I love him. You know, I just. I don't watch horror movies. Yeah, Deacon, the Deacon and I, we just don't do horror movies. Mm-hmm. However, I keep hearing, like they did with Get Out, because Jordan Peele is the one. First of all, shout out to Jordan Peele, because his movie was number one. Number one. Number one. By a black director, yeah, and uh, number one period. First of all, but then you know he period, set, yeah, he set records for being you know a black director. I think it's number three overall, first opening or what have you over some you know uh, uh, when they compare it to certain um, oh yeah for areas. the weekend yeah yeah and he just he showed out. This is the same director that did Get Out that mm-hmm. took me so long to see that movie. Now, Get Out was a good movie. But we had to be talked into it because everybody kept saying, it's not that scary. It's not that scary. And then when you saw it, it wasn't that scary. And I had to be talked into it. I went with my friends. Yeah. Um, if they never wouldn't invited me, I never would have yeah. went to see and it. Yeah, and we saw it, but we had to be reminded constantly, it's not that scary. You can see it. It's yeah. this, it's that. Then once we saw it, we was like, okay, we can deal with it. Mm-hmm. So I'm waiting for everybody to just keep talking me into this. Because so uh, yeah. I am not a fan. I don't. I don't like nothing messing with my sleep. Nothing messing with my imagination is already a mess. I just don't need And that's our roots, the whole yeah. horror movie thing. Yeah, we don't where, do where you get that from? Did you get that from your mom? I don't you know what? I don't know where I got that from. Because I don't watch horror movies either. But we didn't have it in our home. Yeah. Y'all didn't grow up on that. Right. So no. We don't cause you we don't watch that. I don't I feel like you <laughs> I'll be waking up with nightmares. Yeah. I'll be waking up fighting, screaming. I don't like that. I don't we get enough dreams about crazy stuff. I don't True. need nothing added. However, um, people were saying like it's um, it's just suspenseful. Okay, there's such a um, meaning behind whatever. But one of the things I know is like, um, for instance, Lupita is in there, right? And I love Lupita, and and the guy from Black Panther is in there. So okay. what everybody is doing is they're playing them. They're playing one character and then they're playing another character. So it's the same person okay. going to get. See, yeah, I did see that on the That's uh, crazy. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay. Uh-uh, so Lapita looking at a Pete Lapita. Right. And I'm just like, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. I'm going I'm to ride it out for a little while, and I'm going to have to watch it in the daytime. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably wait till it comes like where I can watch it from my house in the daytime. Right. You know, and then we'll see. But I, I want to support it. I really do. Yeah. I want to see it. But mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm glad he's good. Right. Because he, Jordan Peele, I'm I'm proud of him. Yeah. Happy mm-hmm. for him. I seen an article. I didn't read the article, but, you know, I seen a title this morning that um he said that he's not interested in making um any white man the lead characters in his movies. Come on. So he's like well, really. Well. Um, and it's interesting because his wife is a white woman. Mm-hmm. So he's really serious about, you know representing his people and we should you Mm -hmm. know why because i mean our counterparts been doing that forever true most of the time you know i i hear actors talk actors actors and actresses talk about sometime when they go out for a reading or audition you know it was never planned for african-american or black person Mm -hmm. or a person of color whether it be you know hispanic or whatever asian it was never planned for that type of person to even be in that role so they have to work even harder so i hope you know People don't look at him funny because he's saying right, that. Yeah. Because and I don't look at him funny like that either. I think, you, I think as long as we respect each other, yeah. you know, from both sides, you know, all races. And he said he's going to be in the movie. He right. said he ain't going to leave. Yeah. Mm. So I think as long as we respect each other, yep. Yep. You, you have a right to do what you want to do when you're creating. 
And you have that's your true. own platform. So that's, that's a true. word. You know, that's the truth. That's have your true. own platform. That that's what's up with that. Um, two other things I seen. Well, it's two things from Oprah this week. She just came out and she got two big things going on. Like what? Um, so she has a big, big partnership with Apple. Oh yeah, I saw yeah. that. So that just came out this Monday. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is that a good thing? I mean, it's it's a major thing, you know. She her one of her goals is uh, she has some projects that she's been already working on. She's going to be pro- uh, producing documentaries. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, one I think it's about uh, sexual assault in the workplace, something like oh, that. Okay. And I forgot what the other one was about. It's a series. Oh, okay. So she has documentaries coming out. She, and she's not going to use own. She's going to use Apple. I don't know all the details of that. Mm-hmm. I just know she has this major partnership. They they want to create uh, the biggest book club on the planet. Okay. You can know, be she done. Already, it can be done. She already has her own <laughs> she book She already club. got us reading, y'all. Because yep. I don't even read. So and she's happy, sometimes. as she said, to hit a billion phones. Good for her. Um, and then yesterday on Tuesday, she just came out with a book. Mm-hmm. So the book is for graduates. Okay. And it's called, um, what is the book called? The book is called The Path Made Clear. Okay. Yeah. So all those proceeds for that book will go to a Boys and Girls Club in her hometown of Kosciuszko, oh, Mississippi. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So that's that's cool. Oprah's always moving and grooving and doing things. Making a difference. Making a difference. So shout out to Oprah. Okay. For doing what she's doing. And um, I guess I'll say that maybe that's who I'm rooting for. I kind of it kind of slipped my mind about who I'm rooting for this week. Oh, to okay. so be honest, who who are you rooting for? Well, um, I I just changed it. Oh my god, you oh god. Did I, you have anything else in the news? I do. I have I have a few things, but now you're gonna make me think about who I was rooting for because I. I had one person in mind, but then I changed it based off something I saw. Oh, well, let me okay. go over some of the things that I found so far. One thing, y'all, we need to be in prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe we can pray. I believe uh, we can get a prayer through. You remember the Parkland uh, shootings mm-hmm. at that school. Um, thus far, there have been two students and one parent of a student that was um, killed who committed suicide. Mm. Yeah. And so that's really, really sad. Mm. A lot of, you know, survivor's remorse, mm-hmm. PTSD, what is it, P, PTSD, PTSD, yeah, just, you know, just so much, just hurting, yeah. you know, all of that. Suicide ain't nothing to play with. That is so funny, because yeah. in my meditation this morning, I I seen something like that. You did? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, and that a student was, um, you know, killing one of the, uh, st- st- his, his, uh classmates and the staff yeah that that messed me up you know i feel bad for and i know a few parents who have lost children Mm -hmm. and that is something you can you how do you how do you even heal through that i can't Mm -hmm. even imagine i can't even imagine so my prayers go out to first of all those families but then to parents who have lost children because it don't matter how long ago it was Mm -hmm. it's still there i mean if you used to having a certain particular child or whatever, you've given birth to a child or yeah. you've raised a child and all mm-hmm. of a sudden that child's not there. And I can speak as a parent. You make plans for your children. You have hopes for your children. You, you know, you want to see them flourish. And then when that's snuffed out that, you know, 
I can't imagine. Mm-hmm. And so I'm praying for parents who have um, lost children. This gentleman, and it reminds me of that guy from General Hospital. Okay. Not General Hospital, I'm sorry. Young and Arrested. Young and Arrested, yeah. The gentleman... Um, he used to play, I believe it was Nick or something on that and show. And did his son commit suicide? His son committed suicide um, a while a while back, maybe a, a couple years or so. And uh-huh. then all of a sudden, he committed suicide. Mm-hmm. He just couldn't take it. It was just too much pain. Too he much. missed him. You know, all of that. And so this is serious. It's really serious. The loss of children is serious. Yeah. You know, and it's biblical, you know. It speaks in, you know, a lot of the Bible where, you know, children would go on before their parents. And mm-hmm. who thinks about bearing their kid? Nobody does. But it happens. And so my heart goes out to parents, um, those that I know, those that I don't know. Because that pain only can be healed by the grace, the you know, the mercy of God. True. And then, too, mm-hmm. for the two students that killed themselves, yeah. my heart goes out to young people who just have lost hope. Right. Just That's hopeless. all it is. Mm-hmm. You know, you just lose hope. And I tell you... You know, um, sometimes we can be one moment away from deciding to live and deciding to die. That is a great point. One moment, one second away from deciding to live and deciding to die. Mm -hmm. And so um, I I want to, even as my own self, I want to be more mindful of, of, you know, young people, especially hurting young Mm -hmm. people. You know, and I've always... You know, I have a spirit of discernment, but I even wanted to grow more. Even stronger, right? Yeah, because I want to be able to see. Yeah, that people. reminds me um of the movie I seen the other day, and it was called Five Feet Apart. Okay. So if you haven't seen that movie, that's out too, and it is really good. Uh, we took some students to see that movie. Um, and both of the, it was like, like a teen romantic love mm-hmm. story. And both of the teens were, uh, they had the illness of cystic fibrosis. Oh, okay. It was really, and I don't cry on movies. Um, I was almost led to shed I'm a tear. i because you can get a little emotional. No, but not on movies. Huh? No, I never cry on movies. Maybe wow. one time. Mm-hmm. But it was really good because they couldn't touch each other. Aww. So they developed like a relationship and a friendship. But couldn't touch. But couldn't touch each other. And oh, so that just God. reminds me how you were talking about how life is, you know, so short. One yeah, second. One second. And how they were even just able to develop a relationship and love for each other. And they weren't even touching. So just but appreciating. That, yeah. But that, that, touch. that furthermore pushes the thing of even if we're not personally connected to people to continue to speak life, mm-hmm. give a smile, tell somebody they can make it. You know what I mean? Um, just show kindness because we don't know what people are going through. We can dress it up. You can dress up the best, you know. But you just don't know. You never and know. And so this this mm-hmm. kind of, you know, broke my heart just to, you know, be hurting so bad and that you just feel like that's it. And I'm not going to say that I've never felt like, you know what, it's time to go. I'm done with this. Mm-hmm. But something brings me back. But think about, you know, the times that it just don't bring you back. Right. And, um, <laughs> okay, I'm taken to Judas. Mm. You know, in the Bible, when he betrayed Jesus, it messed him up so bad. He couldn't find his way back. Yeah. Even though the man you portrayed came for yeah. things like that. Right. He came for errors. He came for when you messed up. He came for when you feel horrible. He came for that. He came with forgiveness in his hands. Mm-hmm. 
And it was just so it was much. So that much. He it was couldn't. overwhelming. And so always remember, you know, people are one moment in between life and death. Yeah. Everybody is. Mm-hmm. Everybody is. And we need each other. Yeah. Um, I was talking to my friend about something the other day. And it's just important to remember, uh, you know, the, although you can be saved and be in a faith community, oh, yeah. it's important that you are connected. Yeah. That's why going to church um, is important because mm-hmm. if you're not connected, you feel like you have to do everything on your own, mm-hmm. which causes you to enter into that state of just being so lost. And Hebrew, <laughs> Hebrews 10, it kind of, it kind of, I'm not trying to preach, but I mean, we here mm-hmm. and we are, you know, we are Christians. We believe in faith and I just don't want to leave people without hope. Hebrews 10 talks about that, you know, knowing that, um, we cannot forget to assemble ourselves together. We're supposed to spur one another in love and mm. spur one another into good deeds. That means you encourage them and you keep them going. And that God has given us enough grace and strength to be able to do that. That he came to dispel the law, mm. to get rid of um, the finger pointing. Because that's what the law really does. It points a finger and says, you did this. Now, here's, you, you know, here is the debt you owe for what you've right. done. Well, yeah. Jesus has come. He's erased that debt. Yeah. And um, we now he gives us grace. And so if, if you want to look into that more, Hebrews 10 is a good chapter to read just to be encouraged in that. Mm-hmm. So for those who say, you know, well, I don't need to go to church all the you know, and you don't need to go all the time. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. But we do need to get ourselves around body of believers sometimes yeah, you know you just to keep ourselves, mm-hmm. yeah to keep yourself going you know i i got a group that i talked to on marco polo i think we chatted up every day i know y'all be laughing <laughs> but we chatted up every day even if we just chat in you know chime in and say hey how you doing yeah and that's it mm-hmm. but it's always something but then eventually somebody got a good word or somebody has something great going on in their life or somebody was feeling discouraged and getting lifted yeah. it's those things so that connection is yeah what that keep connection you going in yes, life yes mm-hmm. yes so i'm that really messed me up um so it just seems like sometimes it f- makes you feel like the enemy wins because you know the killings happened so long ago but it still has an effect which right. lets us know how sin is yeah it just Mm-hmm. If we can't squash it, it'll just keep on going and festering. Right. Um, yeah, that mess that was something else. Let me just say, y'all know that um the charges were dropped right. against Jesse Smullett. Yep, they sure were. I don't know what else to say about that. All yeah. I'm gonna say is the charges was dropped. Mm-hmm. Um, I do know um he had to um do some hours or a couple days of community service. He had a fine that he had to pay. Ten thousand dollars. Hmm. However, when he gave his his um press conference, his remarks, you know, he shared that he has been consistent. His story has not changed, and you know, he still believes what he believes. Hmm. The authorities believe that he was guilty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that um the general consensus is that people believe that he's guilty, mm-hmm. whether he is or not. The charges are dropped yeah. and his case is sealed. Mm. Isn't that something? Yeah. So it's really, I mean, we can debate in our yeah. homes. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it's nothing you could do about Ain't it. Ain't nothing you could do about it's it. Move forward. You know, you pray for healing <laughs> in so many areas. I'm just going to say, you just, wow. So yep. he got that taken care of. But I will say this um, it happens in, in um, with our counterparts all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It it happens all the time because, as we know, even with um, Trump, 
he's been quote unquote <laughs> and exonerated from collusion. Yeah. As he say he says he's exonerated from the Russia collusion. However, yeah. um from the Mueller report that was submitted, however, um they did say that there is some um investigation still going on with New York City or what have you. So Yeah. Um so that's still yeah, they're still looking into that. Yes. You know what? I saw something to the other day too. Remember we were talking about the um the uh what was it called? The college scandals oh, or yeah. what have you. Uh-huh. <laughs> and um how parents were, you know, doing paying um paying significant amount of money mm-hmm. and doing um illegal things in order to get their kids into prestigious colleges. Okay. And so Dr. Dre I seen that. I seen that. <laughs> Doctor Dre, who I I mean, I love his music. I love his headphones. Right. I love him. And um, all of, I do. I love him. He posted um a celebratory message of his daughter getting into USC, and he goes, "Yeah, you know, my baby got in on her own merits. Mm-hmm. Why he do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he was a he was doing a little petty. He I was think he got she got petty. Yeah, he got petty. Tell he got she got in on her own merits. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But oh, social media came for him. They yeah. came for him, and they um <laughs> brought back to the attention of everybody that uh Dr. Dre and his partner, I think it was Jimmy Levine or I don't know Jerry who his partner is. Um. Yeah. Not partner as a sexual partner, but just working partner. Um, got together and um, and um, he, they had donated like seventy million dollars a while ago. Okay, I think it was in two thousand thirteen. Oh, they donated seventy million dollars to this particular. Um, now, see, I didn't hear about the. You oh know, yeah, you know y'all will really get, look up receipts. <laughs> y'all gonna be playing. Yeah, they pulled the receipts on it, and um. They they said he donated him and his uh, friend donated seventy million dollars to USC, mm-hmm. and they started um, a school or what have you. Yeah, so they donated the seventy million dollars to the school for a program, an arts program, and that was in two thousand thirteen. And so of course, social media came back at him and said, "But hey." Yo, you you did this. Mm. So did she really get in on her own merits or what have you? He had to delete his posts oh, and all that other okay. kind of stuff. So I don't know. It, yeah. I, I don't know. See, I didn't know. I didn't even catch all of that. Oh, yeah, I caught that. <laughs> I was like, I didn't even catch all of that. I mean, why he can't donate? He well, he can. Seventy million dollars a lot of money. It is a lot. And then the daughter came and um she put a post up and she was like my dad is really pushing me to go S- go to USC. And okay. so it's just okay. You know everybody went back and found all these yeah. posts and all that. Yeah. And so it just everybody had time that day. And and I I believe it can very well be legitimate. I mm-hmm. believe that. Yeah. But what I what I what I will say is we have to be careful. Mhm. You know when we go petty. Yeah. And when we try to take shots. Yeah. Because I tell you, if it ricochet, it's coming back at oh, you. Oh, in this generation. <laughs> yes. Because people gotta check and receipt daily. Yes. You know, and they pay attention to mm-hmm. you. And then someone of that profile, you're going to be paid attention to anyway. Right. Regardless. And so, yeah, they called back. He had, you know, they pulled back on him. They had to, he had to delete the post. Yeah. It was just a big, 
it, you know, it was just like, oh, yeah. you know, we would have did okay. We just would have never knew. And I yeah. feel bad for people when you do things like that because yeah. then you're forced to delete a post or you're forced to yeah. do that. And I just it's about the the power of social media. Sometimes I it's I just ooh, yeah. I just I just dislike it. Yeah. I'm not gonna say I hate it, but I dislike it because you you can post what you post, but then it's you just get backed up against the wall. Yeah, and, and depending thing, on what you say, yeah. But the thing is, I mean, you just have to be prepared for. You, you know, do. You he could have easily just said, "This is why I did mm-hmm. what I did," and leave it there. I know people who make posts, or you know, I've watched people make posts, and they stick to their guns. Mm-hmm. This is where I'm at. This is where I'm at. I, he didn't necessarily have to delete it. The thing is, I think, I think. The shot taken, right, is what probably took away a lot of the yeah. power of the post. Yeah. Because you know, on her own merits, you know, a lot, mm-hmm. a lot, you know, then you leave the door open mm-hmm. for anything else, even if nothing happens. So, yeah. you know, I guess we all just have to be careful, right? <laughs> when we shooting shots, yeah. Because I tell you, you hit a wall and they come back on you, man. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be messed Ricochet up, shade back on you. And I, because we're talking about that, that speaks to. um a post I saw about Pastor John McGray. Okay. And he, um, you know, he and his wife, Miss Aventer, I believe she's a pastor too, so Pastor Aventer mm-hmm. Gray, they, you know, they're very active on their social media. They talk about their marriage. They talk about their church. They talk okay, about Okay, yeah, I've seen that post too. Right. Okay. And he posted, and you know, a lot of, they get a lot of backlash. They get a lot of support, don't get me wrong. They get mm-hmm. a lot of backlash as well. I like him. He's a great preacher. Um, I like his story. I honor his story. I honor his mom. He mm-hmm. always talks about how his mom was a praying mom. And she believed for him to be a man of God. And that's all she believed for. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but they're very active on social media. Um, Pastor Eventer is very uh, strong in her opinions and mm-hmm. her, in her with her voice. Uh, what she believes, what she does not believe. And then some people can't, you know, don't swallow that well. Mm-hmm. Which is okay. You know, I'm always... I wonder though, why just not follow her? You know what I mean? Yeah. But anyway, he he posted. Um, he I guess they must have been catching some more flack. Mm-hmm. But he posted. You know, I love my wife. She's been there for me. She's done nothing wrong. Um, and everything that I may have done is my fault. She's not weak. She's strong. And y'all gonna leave my wife alone? And I and if you know, I felt so bad. Reading it because I felt bad that he had to say that, mm-hmm. you know. But people take up for those they love. People do take up. For people those take they up love. for those they yeah. love. And I've seen it's um, human. You know, Avin, um, is it Aventer? Aventer. Yeah, yeah. She she's done the same thing. She does. Me. My only concern, though, my only concern is as leaders mm-hmm. when you make those statements or those posts mm-hmm. for non-believers. Yeah, you put them in a place where they really want to disconnect from the church, right? That's, that's because it can come across like, oh, y'all get like that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And yeah. Now I'm like, yeah. Because when you got to, we deal with foolishness outside. Mm-hmm. If we got to get into the temple and to the kingdom of God and deal with pettiness yeah. and, you know, picking and, pop, you know, all that mm-hmm. messiness, it does make you want to pull away. I yeah. know that. Mm-hmm. And, and I know, you know, we all know that. And that's true about um, the non-believers because... Somebody mentioned something, 
and they was just like, oh, you know, oh, really? You know, that's how you feel? You know, just the comeback yeah. was so, and it, uh, it just lost all power. Yeah, because, the I mean, we just live in a clapback generation. Right. And so, I again, I just, if you're trying to lead people to Christ, and he is a great preacher. Oh, yeah. You know, I just think that you, you just really turn people off based off how you respond. And I think it's growth yeah. for any of us. To just let people talk and keep moving. Yeah. And it's hard. It That's hard, hard to let people to, talk and keep moving. It's That's very hard. hard. I think we all deal with That's that. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. a growth thing. You can start off here. Mm-hmm. You used to be the one. You know, you can start right. You know, like at the level one. I used to be the one. I come back all the time. I'm not saying me per se. I'm saying anybody. Right. Then you can go to level four. Mm-hmm. I'm only going to come back on certain things. Yeah. Then you can go to level seven. You know what? <laughs> and then you know you gotta slowly get to level ten where yeah. you say, you know what, I'm walking away. And it takes time, but I, you know, God will give you the grace. God will give you the grace to carry the burden right. that comes with, you know, what He's assigned you yeah, to do. That territory, and yeah. that's that take growth. Yeah, <laughs> it take growth, and it, honestly, it takes faith. And you know, I'm amazed how um, sometimes it, 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 I, oh, I don't know the right word to say it. Sometimes we have an opinion about how people respond to things until it's us. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so right now, they're in such a vulnerable spot. Mm -hmm. They don't went through a lot. He admitted he had an emotional Mm -hmm. relationship with somebody. You know, he talked about different things he was going through. That wasn't my point. Mm -hmm. You know, but so you're vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when you're in a vulnerable spot, you do some things that you wouldn't normally do. Mm-hmm. Now, I remember, was it? I don't know if I text this to you or whatever, and the first thing was said was, where is his covering? Mm-hmm. And yeah. remember you said that. And that's where it becomes so important as leaders, first of all, to have accountability in your life. Mm-hmm. And then second of all, for those that we say supposed to hold us accountable to step in. Right. Because that's a hurting man. When you do that, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And then you know how much influence you have, how much impact you make, and how many people are gonna see that. Right. Oh, that's hurt. Right. That's You're hurting. hurting. You're seeking help. Yeah. You're seeking for help. And you just want everything. What he's really saying, I want it to stop. Mm-hmm. And then it leads back into what we I brought up initially about suicide. First of all, it is um becoming very, very, very rampant where pastors are committing suicide yeah. i mean they getting out of here and so first of all we rebuke that spirit yeah that's trying to take over the kingdom of god we you know we're praying hope and we lose hope and we lose freedom and we lose an outlet mm-hmm. an outlet for men and women of god to go to to get their help but he talked about that yeah. that he was getting ready to take his life yeah and, and it's, that's a major deal so yeah that's a major we're deal we're praying for that he does um someone will reach that out somebody to will step in and, and, and be his cover him. and yeah. we can't because he's a part of the new generation of he's leaders. a part of right and so i know there's so many people around him so you just pray that people just come in and just gird them up yeah because it doesn't doesn't change that he's a powerful man of God. Right. He has a word in his belly. He has influence mm-hmm. and he can make a difference. Yeah. Um so you just you just pray that that whole family just get on the mm-hmm. uh, umbrella of safety. Mm-hmm. And then and then you almost almost need like maybe a publicist or somebody to take over your account to you know tell you what right, should right. go out and what yeah. should not because at that kind of level of um notoriety 
you probably need somebody to just take yeah. over your stuff for you. I like safe. that you said that, the, Mom, the, that it doesn't change the gifts, no, you know, doesn't. the things that you have. It doesn't. And that leads us to our topic, talking about yeah. grace. Because yeah. it, it doesn't. It doesn't. And we do think just because we have made made a mistake. Right. You know, we've done this and we've done that, that we are not able to walk right. in a certain office. Right. We're not able to do a certain thing. But it doesn't change that. It doesn't that. change that. Mm. And and. And we, but that's something we have to remind ourselves yeah. that it doesn't change it. Because sometimes you can be in an atmosphere where you can be, you can feel like you've lost. Yeah. You've lost it all. I'm not annoying anymore. I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. I can't do that anymore. But the devil is a lie. Mm-hmm. And the reason why he came for you anyway is because of what you what's do have. What yeah. you, you know, the impact that you do have and the influence that you do have. And so that, um, I just, I'm, I'm praying for them. I'm hurt for them. But it just speaks to how leaders got to cover each other. Mm-hmm. We really do. We got to cover each other. It's easy to point and look at them and say, oh, you should have did this way. should have. It ain't you. Mm-hmm. And until it become you, <laughs> all you can do is pray, encourage, you know, submit your little wisdom and keep it moving. Yeah. And, you know, you pray, they take it in. Right. So, yeah, we got to be praying. But, yeah, he, he put out a little thing. Leah's bull alone. Stop mm-hmm. touching her. Stop talking to her. You don't know who you're dealing with. Blah, 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 blah. But I just think that they're at another place now where, you know, we're just praying that people will step in and just keep them covered because the 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 difference that they have made. Right. And the impact that they have man. had. It's major. And it's yes. major. So it's just something that... A lot of those um ministries. We just want them to be able to get over, you know, the hump that they are dealing with right now. Yeah. And it's it's our responsibility as believers yeah. to help. To, you know, even if you don't know them, you you can pray you for can them. Hold them up if you know them personally, yeah. reach out to them. Yeah. If you have a relationship with them, yeah. um, you know, help them to be able to get over that hump. And to do it locally. Yeah. To, you know, because we know people locally right. that go through things and may do things. And, you know, we got to begin to not point fingers or to shake our head or mm-hmm. have our eyes all big. We got to start, hey, you know. <laughs> and Louis, you know, my mom, she like that. Mm-hmm. And we used to be like, mom, let people do what they want to do. She do. Because <laughs> let me tell you, she Pastor Louis is going to plant a seed in your life and say, she now, baby. She will call you out. Yes, she will. She, she will. She if she knew John Gray, I'm telling y'all now, Pastor Gray would have got him. She would have called him. She would have called him soon as he. What time did he post? Yeah, that? now baby, you probably want to take that down. <laughs> so shout out to Pastor Lewis. <laughs> hey grandma, my mama. Hey girl. Yeah. Hey girl, because she, you know, she will cover you. Yeah, she will she make sure you straight and ain't gonna tell five thousand people right. she did it. Don't have to do yeah. it on no big platform. Hey baby, yeah. <laughs> or don't check you on your uh, <laughs> post. Yeah. Girl, take this down. <laughs> she, she, she will inbox you. She, she will, will text you. She, she will call will. you. The honey. I don't mind leaving people alone. That is so true. <laughs> that is so, so true. So anyway. We and that's why I believe in that too. Like, yeah. you know, you don't have to just front people and do <laughs> right. all that. You know, right. Them, but man. we believe that this is the season to do that. And it's God. Co- when Jesus was on earth, he was covering people. He, come on now. What do you do, girl? <laughs> when they try to bring that chick in adultery up in front of everybody, like all these guys, look at her. Jesus, what you going to do with her? Yeah. Okay, he without the first, he without saying you cast the first off. Yeah. Where about- is that at? Because I had read that uh, recently. You know, I'm trying to. <laughs> girl. Don't run me. Don't run me. Did she just do me, y'all? 
<laughs> I guess I'm gonna have to find exactly no, where it's I at. No, because I remember where. reading yeah. it. Yeah, but just under yeah. But just, I don't know every place. You, you know. But you know what? You need to know. <laughs> you can always find the place that it's at. Yeah. But you want it to be in your heart, mm-hmm. and that's where it's at. It got to be in your heart. That's, Once it's in your heart, and that's I guess that's my thing. I got to get to where I don't always remember exactly where stuff is, but I really try to get the words so deep in my heart, and it just start regurgitating it at does. different times and sometimes it can be embarrassing because it'd be like we wasn't talking about that but I don't care it get good and I all I have it ain't all I know but all I have and hold on to is the word of God mm-hmm. I need that and yeah. so when I thought about that Jesus don't expose the way we claim you know I'm, I'll just be trying to find it I mean he exposed what needs to expose. you looking I'll be looking for it because some of the things we saying and doing yeah that is not how Jesus walked. Nah, he he moved like that. He didn't move like that. But yeah. you know, I mean, I mean that's what we doing. You know, and the thing is, it that that was really sad. And and on his post, people tried to encourage him, mm-hmm. and and he was so, open to receiving. He was. Mm-hmm. He's a very humble man. Yeah, that's what I like about yeah. him. He's. A, I, I'm. Ex- I'm. I'm not gonna even say I'm expecting because I don't feel like i'm in a position i'm expecting but i you know i just can't wait to see what's going to come of this yeah because in every valley there yes. is victory uh, ooh. come on here every Sorry. valley there is victory have i ever heard that one now i'm trying to think about come on about here <laughs> for every valley there's victory y'all it she always makes fun of me about my <laughs> Me being saved and all you talk about God, she is really, really saved. She got she know the Lord. He done got good to her. Look at it, holding the eyes. Are you oh about to go God. in? <laughs> and that's because it's my roots. Child, she went and got saved. And she have, passed it on down from her mama. Cause I am So it's in mess. my roots and um I am a mess. If I didn't have Jesus, do yeah. you ooh, honey. Today's topic is about grace. <laughs> Yes, honey. That's what I'm saying. We thank God for grace. That's what it's about. We've been talking about talking about it throughout the whole episode. Yes, we have. But it is about grace. But yeah, that is that's a part of my roots and as you know, even speaking of grace and just God keeping you as much as I try to um not disown my roots, but just um sometimes you kinda run away from what's in you. Um but God always reminds you. Yeah, he does. He reminds you. And so when I go into this last one, mm-hmm. um, oh, let me just give you two things. Um, and what I'm listening to, Pastor Keon Henderson, he has his. I like him. He has his CD out, yeah. and it's called River. Oh, okay. The River. Okay. And he he's an awesome preacher. Y'all got to listen. He's to him. amazing. Pastor, he is Pastor Keon Henderson out of Houston, Texas. But he has a CD out, and he has a song called Holy. Okay. And Holy it stands for High on Loving You. Mm. Oh my God, I'm high. I like that. I'm loving you just high. Sing, girl. I'm loving you. And I just love that. Oh, you're holy, holy, holy. Okay, that's it. Because somebody's going to be like, she didn't hit that note right. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all don't talk about me. Give me grace today. Give me grace Give today. Grace. But I've been listening to that. Just being high on loving God. I like and that. Know, I'm good you know, And afternoon. when you do that, it makes you want to be holy. Right. It makes you want to be pleasing to his sight. And then the person I'm rooting for, this, this is something else. Vicky Winer. Okay. Listen. What's going on? Because I don't know anything about Vicky this Vicky Wine is an amazing um, psalmist, uh, gospel artist, 
big deal. Marvin Winans has some celebration at his church. That's her mm-hmm. ex-husband, Marvin Winans. Pastor Marvin Winans, forgive me. And they had a celebration, and I guess she had to get up and give remarks. Mm-hmm. And as she was um, giving remarks, you know, anybody knows uh, Miss Vicky Winans. She's a comedian. Mm-hmm. She really could just be on the road. She's very funny. But, you know, she was talking about <laughs> how when he... Um, first told her when they were gathered that he was going to have a church mm-hmm. or whatever and they had to start in their house and she was like oh i seen this yeah. didn't this come out years ago huh didn't this come out years ago i don't know when it came out but yeah. i just saw this okay and so um it blessed my heart because it wasn't like when it happened but it just spoke to what she had what she had done when i seen this i don't know who sent this why i saw this but it was like um she was saying, you know, she really wasn't as supportive as she could be, mm-hmm. you know, with the church. They had to have church in her house. She didn't want the people messing up her furniture, her furniture or whatever. It was just really hilarious. But then in the end, she was just saying how um, she apologized to him about of, and to the church of anything that she may have said or done, anything that may have thrown them off that you know, wasn't pleasing Mm -hmm. in God's eyes, just all of that. And I thought that was so amazing. Mm -hmm. You know, like you're, you know, like they both moved on with their lives. I know that they're friends or whatever. So she didn't have to do this, but she chose to do that. She humbled herself. She humbled herself. And I'm sure it was humbling for everybody in the room. And just when I saw that, it just, it, it amazed me how sometimes it could be something that, that could have happened a long time ago. Yeah. But just acknowledging it mm-hmm. and then just saying, hey, I'm sorry. It shouldn't have went like that, blah, blah, blah. And not that they would have never gotten a divorce. It wasn't even about that. It mm-hmm. was just the fact of the what I may have done. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. It just messed me up. I thought that was something. So I'm rooting for her because of um, the act that she took mm-hmm. in that. And it was just... Um, I'm rooting for forgiveness. Maybe that's it. Or I'm rooting for apologies and I'm rooting for forgiveness because Mm -hmm. that was beautiful. She didn't have to do it. Um, She didn't owe people anything. It was a choice for her because she kept saying, I'm trying to get to heaven. I just want to see Jesus. I just want to be in his will. I just want to do, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it just made me think about the things that we have to do. Not for people. Right. We do it. Because of where we want to be in our life. Yep. And so she was just at that place. Yeah. It yeah. was, a, and that was good. So that's mm-hmm. that's where I'm at. That's all. That's all. That's what's up. Yeah. I know that was a lot. I had a lot. I yeah, did my own loaded. Well, I try to stay full. <laughs> that's what's up. When no. you have some, when you're full, you got something to pour out. You so, do. Yeah. You do. You got to share it. Yeah. You so got to share it. Yeah, I seen that video too. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know when, maybe a year or two ago, but it was a powerful. It was video to watch. Um, you know the power of forgiveness. Yeah, or the power of apology. Of apology. I think I have a book called The Power of Apology. Oh, okay, I read a book. It's for marriages or what have you. Just to... okay. I didn't read that one yet. <laughs> Lord, we be needing because my husband said I'll never apologize. I'm like I'm never wrong though, but <laughs> I've 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 been working on just being a sorry all the time sorry love you i apologize i apologize i apologize yeah i apologize remember that y'all don't know about that who is that y'all know she always got a tune 
She always got I know, I'm just saying. But that really touched me. It was beautiful. Oh, it hit my roots. Beautiful. So, Auntie, why? Why you laughing, girl? Don't laugh at your mother. (laughs) You honor her. (laughs) You honor her. So, what's going on today? I, I, I really think we, you know, we were talking about it throughout the whole episode mm-hmm. about grace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gracefully. Grace, gracefully broken. Grace and unmerited favor. You know, all of that. Take a listen to this, y'all. To promote you and break you to put you in your right place. But when he breaks you, he doesn't hurt you. He doesn't... When he breaks you, he doesn't destroy you. He does it with grace. Ah! Anybody been gracefully broken? Anybody been gracefully broken? Love that song. Yes, that's by Love. Tasha Cobb. Yes. We Love that song. That. Love Tasha Cobb. Takes Cobbs. us into our zone. It does. It does take us in there. Love that song. Love Tasha Cobb. A lot of the stories that we covered today. Mm-hmm. Um, we were saying we we're, we're praying, and a lot of times when you when you are praying, you know you could be asking for grace for those individuals, mm-hmm. for that um that family, or for that company you may be working for. You want the grace of mm-hmm. God to be on their lives for them to continue to do what they want to do, and it reminded me of some things like even in my personal life and my walk. Um, how God has given me grace. God has given me grace to do the things that I want to do that I didn't even think that it was going to work out that way. It didn't right. work out. Um, what What about you, Mom, with grace? Where are you at with grace? Well, <laughs> needing it faithfully. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did something where I tried to, well, I not tried. I looked up mm-hmm. grace. It says, unmerited divine assistance given to humans for their regeneration or sanctification. It also said a virtue coming from God. Um, It says a state of sanctification enjoyed through divine assistance. Mm -hmm. So for me, grace, just a divine interruption or the divine um, inclusion in my life by the hand of God. I feel like I walk in grace. Mm-hmm. I always say, you know, walk in his mercies, live in his grace, or what have you. I always say that because without it, we wouldn't even be making it. We wouldn't even right. be able to stand. I think about the grace God has over me as a person, then as a woman, then as the roles that I play in life, mm-hmm. or not play, but the roles that I have in life, the grace as a mom, mm-hmm. <laughs> the grace as a wife, yeah. that's unmerited favor. Right. That's something you don't deserve. You know, and but God gives it to you anyway. Mm-hmm. The grace to be able to carry His gospel, yeah. Because my lips, they they are unclean, right? But God gives us a word to speak to where, as it's coming out your mouth, He cleans it and sanctifies mm-hmm. it, so that when it goes forth, it does that that it is set out to do. The grace to you know walk through struggles, mm-hmm. <laughs> race, the the grace to keep going when you feel like falling apart. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? As we talked about, um, suicide and just feeling like crumbling, you know, it's nothing but grace. Yeah. You know, as we look at, um, those who have been through rough times and their outcome may have been different, 
but you know what they've been through. Right, right. It ain't that you made it because you're so good. Mm-hmm. It ain't that you made it because you were so smart or yeah. you were so kind or, you know what I'm saying, you made the right move. Yeah. No. That's yeah. the grace of God. And I wanted to touch on that today because I know even in my own life, uh, just really appreciating God's grace when things happen and mm-hmm. I look at a situation or I look at something I've been through and I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. it was really your grace that covered me. Yeah. Um, it just really was. And just to think um, when I think about me really wanting to commit to God and say, I am going to stick with the God plan, which is something about probably five or six years ago that I said, I'm going to choose to stick with the God plan. And for me, that's like, no matter what comes my way yeah. or no matter what distraction it may be, whether um, just whether it be your job, whether it be a relationship, whether it be a friendship, whether it be something in your family, anything that happens that may bring about discord, yeah. may bring about a distraction, God grants you the grace. He does. And he grants you the grace to walk through it. Yeah. He grants you the grace to speak through it. He yeah. grants you the grace to be able to stand through it. And he grants he grants you the grace to be able to let go. Right. Because mm-hmm. sometimes we hold on to things that God has told us to let go a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And he lets you, he gives you the grace to say, you know what? You can do this. Mm-hmm. And if you do this, I hold you together. Yeah. Because sometimes you you feel as though, this is all I know. You know, I can't make it without this. You know, whether it be in a marriage where you know it's ended. I'm not talking about just we mad at each other and it didn't work right. I'm talking about, you know, or, you know, like you said, walk through it. We talked about the death of a child mm-hmm. or the death of a spouse or death of a friend or a parent. Mm-hmm. He gives you the grace to walk, you know, just just the unmerited assistance right like i don't have to help you yeah but because i love you because i love I think you his enough. grace is just so um uh marinated in love mm-hmm. it's like let me let me let me help this girl because mm-hmm. i mean she might have messed it all right. up but let me yeah. go on down yeah. and he gives grace. you second chances he does. and he takes you to places that you thought you would never be he does yeah so when i when i decided to say okay i'm really going to choose the god plan for me that was a thing of releasing my control because yep. i know that i struggle with that and so i'm saying i'm not going to try to move things around i'm not going to try to do it how i want to do it because i can't control my life and in that you become mm. broken yeah you do we talked about the gracefully you broken. do and that you become broken because what happens is you tear down mm-hmm. or you destroy that that thing of who you thought you were. Yeah, or who you have built. Who like, you have built up. Right. All that's broken down. Right. So that you can be exactly who yeah. God. But he, he's so graceful about it. Mm-hmm. He don't just knock it down. You just come crumbling. He doesn't. He just does. He chip away at yeah. you. And then and he doesn't like, oh. do it all at one he, that's time. That's what I'm saying. He just chips away. Oh, wow. I needed to fix that. Right. Okay, let me break that. Oh, wow. I needed to fix that. I mm-hmm. needed to do that. And it's just gracefully broken to yep. where you know you're broken, but yeah. I, I mean, it's okay. Right. I mean, God doing this, yep. you know. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it, it's 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 amazing. It is. But, you know, when you walk in grace, it keeps you from, you know, I know at our church, our pastor talks about a lot about looking in the mirror and stop looking out the window. Mm-hmm. You know, and so look in the mirror at yourself. 
Don't even worry about what's going on out there. Mm-hmm. And you know, when you have, know you have grace, you really can't afford to be looking out the window. Right. <laughs> because you know, you know, you know that if God moved his yeah. hand mm-hmm. at that moment, you shot. Yeah. You you mm-hmm. know, so you got to stay focused on what's in the mirror. Okay, let me hold this together because I know that I'm not whole because I'm gracefully broken. Right. So if I move the wrong way, a part of me going to fall apart. Yeah, if I the say wrong, the wrong thing. Yeah. If yeah. I go to the wrong, yeah. Yeah, you know? so he chips away at you kindly. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> he does. Let me work on that nasty attitude. I'm going to chip away at that. Yeah. Let me work on this unhealthy affiliation. Let me yeah. chip on. You know, but he does it. In a kind way until when when it's all said and done, it's like ice chiseling. Yep. And he's chipping away. And when you see it. Break it down. It becomes like beautiful. But you started off with a big block. Yeah. You started off with a big block mm-hmm. of ice. And that chipping, it might hurt. It might and I don't think you know. Like for me, I don't know what I was saying when I said, all right, you know, I'm just going to really let you control. Yeah. I think I probably was like. 25 or 26 you know you don't even know what you're saying to him and so um because i i grew up in church all my life and so i um you know some stuff i just seen or or things like that i'm just like i i ain't trying to do all of that right and i was um i always been like if i was going to be serious about the lord you know i want to make sure i do it right right i want to i always had that way of thinking and then you grow and understand that um you know what I'm saying? It's not gonna always be perfect. Right. It's not gonna always be perfect. But when you when you really say that, okay, I'm gonna choose your plan, you you don't even know what you're saying. You don't know what you're but saying. But it is it is, it comes out to be beautiful. It comes out to be beautiful, and it's totally what faith is. Yeah, it is. It's, it's faith. totally mm-hmm. what faith is. And I tell you, I walk with Christ, and just being under the umbrella of the Lord. Is nothing but faith. Mm-hmm. Nothing but it. And I, I thank God because he not only says, believe in me, but then he sends you a comforter. He mm-hmm. said, now, if you walk with me, I got something that's going to cover you. He will cover you. He will encourage you. He will tell you all things, teach you all things, and show you what to do. And that's the grace. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's not just, you got to be saved, live right, and that's it. Right. But God gives you grace where he provides you with the assistance, yeah. the divine assistance with what you need to go through this journey. Yeah. And you're right. You don't know how it's going to turn you out. Don't. But you just believe, okay, Lord, this in your hands. You yeah. think about all the different things you may have been through yeah. and all the decisions that you have made. And you try to do it God's way, mm-hmm. and it don't even work out right. And yeah. you're like, okay, Lord, right. this in your hands. But what I've learned is when you let God take responsibility of it, mm-hmm. you'll be fine. Yeah. You'll be fine, and you become this beautiful, mm-hmm. you know, masterpiece. But, have, like, so have, do, you feel, do you feel, like I know for me, by doing it God's way, don't you feel like it's better? I know that it's better. You know? I know Sometimes when, okay, when God tells you, okay, it's time for you to move from a situation. Yeah. Um, and even if you don't want to say those words, or you might have to disconnect yeah. from this party. Yeah. But don't you feel like his way is better? Not at the time, you don't. Right. Yeah, but yeah, you, you know, don't. when you, when you look at, <laughs> shoot, when you look back over it, you be like, whoa, yeah. you saved me from that, or you mm-hmm. kept me from that. Um, because I think that if we always knew right then, mm-hmm. we would think it would be us making a decision. Yep. It would. So you have to just, you have to trust the God, God that's in you. You have to trust what he says. You have to trust 
you know, you have to trust what he said to you about you. Right, that's true. And, and, and trust the vision that he set before you because whatever he tells you is going to line up with what y'all done talked about What you already prayer. talked about. It's yep. going to line up. You know, God don't tell you I'm going to do this and then he take you here and it don't even line. You know. Yeah, it don't even look like what he says. It just don't look like yeah. what he says. And I don't mean in the sense of he does everything you ex- understand. It. I don't mean it that sense. I'm just... Because you I'm, ain't going to understand yeah, it. Yeah. You don't understand. But what I'm saying is it lines up. But mm-hmm. I think that it's important to stay built up in his word. Mm-hmm. Not so that you can know it and tell everybody else. I but agree. But I think his word is food for us. I agree. Because I don't know every us. scripture. I don't know. And I'll be the first no. to say it. But I'm not a quoter. You. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not a quoter. Yeah. Now I can tell you stories. You're right. But I can't quote it all the time. Yeah. But that's why I'm saying you you put it in you for you. Mm-hmm. So like when something happened, you like, okay. Mm-hmm. I remember I went through something um, years, years ago. And it was just like, okay, he disappoints the the um, plans mm-hmm. of the crafty. I read that in Job. I believe it's Job 5. I can't believe I remember. He disappoints the hands of the crafty so that they cannot perform their enterprise. Mm-hmm. And so when stuff was looking crazy, you feel like... God, they winning. But the Bible says he disappoints the hands of the crafty so they don't perform the enterprise. And he said it in Job. And so in Job is where he lost, quote unquote, everything. And so it Mm -hmm. looks like (laughs) you're losing. Like you're losing. But he said he disappoints all of the plans of it. Mm -hmm. So stuff might happen like they say in the Bible, no weapon formed against me may prosper. So the weapon can be formed. Mm -hmm. So you can see the weapon. But it just doesn't it prosper. It doesn't prosper, yeah. And so, yeah, I, it don't look right. I'm going to be honest. It don't look right. And yeah. you feel like, well, if I'm doing the right. will of the Lord or if I'm doing what God has allowed me to do, it's going to be right. Yeah. But sometimes it don't look right. And you do think that, um, and, and you know, especially if you're listening and you may be a non-believer, you're not fully right. submitting to the plan that God has for you, you may feel like I'm not going to submit because you like, Mm-mm. It it don't look right. I'd rather just stay in this lifestyle. Right. I'd rather just stay and do right. this. But the grace is better because even when you do make a mistake, yeah, you know, You're the covering, yeah, is is and important. Then, Think about people that cover you in life. Mm-hmm. So then, what if they didn't cover you? And the grace provides the peace. Mm-hmm. See, the thing is, with God, it doesn't mean your life is gonna be perfect. Mm-hmm. It just means that you have a peace of God that you can put all your cares on him. He said, cast um, your cares on me. First of all, to cast, it takes work to do that. When you casting, you you know, you moving, your, you know, physically casting, your arms are moving. You lift them up and you have to rest. So it, it takes work to do that. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, you get to take that and you get to throw it somewhere. Where as opposed to when you don't have that relationship with Christ, you have nowhere to take all the stuff that you have. Because we all got burdens. We all got struggles. We all got concerns. We all got uh, fears. We have our, you know, our sins and the things of that. But you have nothing to do with that. Mm -hmm. And so when Jesus comes along, he is our grace. He is our mercy. He is our savior. He is our redeemer. He allows us to have somewhere to put all of that because mm-hmm. he'll take that on and then we can walk in peace mm-hmm. and peace doesn't mean everything is per- perfect peace means i'm trusting in god that whatever he allows to happen or whatever he puts forth 
I'm going to be okay. So, the, you know, in the Bible, Esther's going to see the king about her people. And she said, if I perish, let me perish. But I'm still going. Right. So if I do well, I'm going to be okay. If I don't do well, I'm going to be okay. Because the bottom line is I'm going to see the king. If I can get to the king, I'm going to be okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so that that's the difference. I think there's a certain peace that comes that, with that. I, I do agree. I do agree. When I think about even, you know, the things that I'm going through now with a particular situation. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. Right. What's popping? Right. What's going on? But you get to do that. Yeah. But because you, you got that relationship with You do with have her. peace. Yeah. You have you peace. You get to do that. Because you're like, okay, you're going to, you know, you're, you have my next. Yeah. I don't have my next. Yes. And even, um, especially, uh, you know, because we have a lot of women who are um, empowering. They have businesses now. And sometimes you may feel like, I don't have, um, what is the next idea? Yeah. What is the next thing? And I was listening to a podcast. Um, I think it was Cassie J. And she was talking about, you don't, you're not going to know. You don't have to worry about it. It's mm-hmm. not on you to figure out what's mm-hmm. the next this, what's the next that. You know, especially if you are believing in God and you're a woman of faith, he's going to give you he's that. He's going to give it to you. So you don't have to worry and just be pondering all night. Okay, like, what am I going to do next? And the thing about being gracefully broken mm-hmm. is that when God puts you back together, you have a testimony and mm-hmm. your faith is stronger. Yeah. Your faith is when you see God come through. Nobody there. There's nothing that anybody can tell you. And that's his goal. His <laughs> yeah. goal is his for, goal is for you for his glory to be. Yeah, shown. because whatever's next in your life, mm-hmm. you need that assurance to be able to stand yeah. through the next thing you're going through. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes you have to go through a broken a broken place in order to be able to stand mm-hmm. in a in another place. So that you don't you don't crumble there, yeah. and it, it's not pleasant. Mm-hmm. You know, don't nobody want to be <laughs> broken any no. kind of way. But you know, it, the struggle when they say the struggle is real, the struggle is real. The struggle is real, um, eye opening, and it's real telling. Mm-hmm. That's what the struggle is. And once you make it through, ain't nothing like a testimony. Yeah, nothing. Mm-hmm. You. <laughs> Nothing like you could tell me something all day, but when I got a testimony, when right. I know personally, yes, yeah. what God can do, there's nothing you could tell me, and mm-hmm. I believe that that you know that's how that comes about. Yeah, that is so true. Yes, yes, that is yes. so true. So I, you know, I wanted to touch on that because I know we as women we we can struggle with um, thinking that we don't even deserve mm-hmm. something that we are able to do or the things that God is blessing us to have. Uh, you know, we experience certain things, whether it be a rejection, whether it be a loss. Uh, we experience so many things in life, but God has given us the grace to go through it and to just um, live and be greater through all the circumstances that we've had experienced. And so... um. Yeah, that's true. My mm-hmm. dig. I had a scripture. What's the Second dig? Corinthians twelve. Mm-hmm. But as we was talking, I was God just took me a whole nother place. So I'm gonna need y'all to bear with me. I'm thinking about um when Peter denied Christ. Mm-hmm. Now Peter was one of the three that rode with Christ, went to the all to the extra meetings and to the to the mountains and to all these places. He was one of the ones he carried with him. 
He's the one that said, you know, you are the Christ. He did the proclamation. He's the one that walked on the water. Mm -hmm. Great. Did some amazing things. But he went through a season where he denied Christ. And we would have thought that was over for him. Mm -hmm. We would have thought that was over for him. And so in the gracefully, since our theme is the gracefully broken, you know, first of all, the Lord already told him that this was going to happen. Um, he couldn't believe it. No, not me. Cause he was right or die. And he was, don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. He was, but sometimes when things happen to you, when you're scared, when you're frustrated, when you're disappointed, you know, when you're thrown off, when you're like, Oh my God, I can't believe this. When you don't know what to do, mm-hmm. when you panic, you deny what you know. And so the gracefully broken part is him feeling like, man, this, I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. This where I'm at. This how I can't. This how. This how this all played out. Right. But the Lord came back and got him. Mm. When he rose, um, on his resurrection, he met with the disciples. He said, "Wait a minute, I gotta go get somebody. Mm. Tell, tell, tell the disciples and Peter, meet me. I'm coming." Pity. And he went and got him. Mm. And so in that gracefully, when he's when that gracefully broken. The Lord don't just leave you there. Definitely not. He doesn't. You know what I'm saying? Man may leave you there. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, we have to take our expectations out of man. And put them in God. Because man yeah. don't put us together. Man don't tear us down. <laughs> Whatever happened, God allows. Mm-hmm. And so, the fact that Jesus, when he got ready to deal, to talk to his disciples again, he didn't forget him. Mm-hmm. He did not forget him, and he went back and got him. Yeah. And so, in this topic today, I just want you to know that the Lord, He don't forget you. Yeah, don't think that what you, you are, have done yeah. is in vain, especially your commitment. Yeah, you are not broken to be abandoned. You are not broken to be abandoned. But the yeah. Lord, <laughs> the Lord comes back, and He looks for you, mm-hmm. and He calls you, and He reminds you. He said, um, "Do you love me, Peter?" You know I love you. Right. Do you love me? Man, right. I love you. You know I'm right as Feed I. my sheep. Do what I need for you to do. Never dealt, never talked about, you know, why you deny me? Why you do this? Why you, no. Yeah. Just feed my sheep. Mm-hmm. We've we been through that. We out of that. Go, go feed my sheep. And I just love that, that the Lord did not leave him because he's God. Right. He could have got somebody else. And that just makes me trust even yeah. more in the God plan yes. because I know that if I cannot depend on yep. the person, yep. I can depend on God. There you have it. Mm-hmm. That's enough to stop right there. That is true. Yes, That yes, is yes. true. Episode this is five. Episode five. Grace. Week yes. five. Gracefully broken. Gracefully broken. And if you have anything that you would like to share to uh about this episode, you can email us at info at lincolnallwomen.com. Make sure you uh share this episode with the girls in your world. Please do. All right. Thank, Thank you. you. See you next week. You have just tuned into Her Roots, a Lincoln All Women podcast where we share honest thoughts, generational perspectives, and biblical truths. We encourage you to stay connected and follow Her Roots on Instagram and Facebook. And if you haven't already, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join us for next week's garden experience. Invite the girls in your world.